need your shit. I don't need no look, just a whole lot of love. Niggas always tryna hate, but when I'm with they bitch, get a whole lot of love. This is the Keezy Hardaway Podcast, and thank you for tuning in to another episode. Thank you for pressing play on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast at. So the VMAs was this past weekend, or it was yesterday, Sunday, and I got to, I got to say it wasn't very impressive. Um, I guess I'm spoiled from growing up back in the, in the late 90s, early 2000s, when the VMAs was actually a big event. They hosted it on Sundays. And it was so much emphasis on videos, uh, the performances, who was coming out, who was going to perform with who. This one just fell flat. <clears throat> like, they used to have the hosts do a bunch of promos on on MTV. It's going to be a great show. And I, I turned this one on, and I just saw DJ Khaled running around everywhere. Uh, the performances weren't all that. The only performance that I did like was the J-Lo Van- Video Vanguard Award. And uh, she did her thing, you know, and uh, it was well-deserved. She she has done a lot of music, movies, TV shows. And uh, it was great to see Ja Rule back out there. We, we we always forget that Ja Rule was once part or was, was, was once one of the best rappers or the biggest rappers in the world. But we brushed him off to the side once 50 Cent came and brushed him and pushed him out the, the spotlight. And once again, he did not let... Uh, Ja Rule have his shine because 50 Cent always has to chime in on anything because that's how petty he is. Um, who else performed? Uh, Ariana Grande. Uh, that was that was okay. Um, Nicki Minaj was good. She did a uh, Fifi, which I knew that was coming. I knew she had to perform that song. I was only waiting for Takashi Six Nine to come out, and he did not, which I was highly disappointed. He should have. If he would have came out, it would have shut New York down. That one little part of the part where they were performing that, that shit would have went crazy. And you know, I'm not surprised that that there were so many fans there to see her reciting every lyric to her song. And the album just came out. Don't have much to say about the album, but uh, she she brought, she did her thing. She did her thing on the stage. And um, Travis Scott, I was that I wasn't that impressed because I knew he could have he could have did way better. The songs he just did was wasn't what I what I picked. Um, it was good to see James Blake and doing sickle sickle mode without Drake, without that, that beat transition and that intro from Drake, it just isn't the same. It doesn't have the same effect. Um, but it was good. I guess everybody was mainly focused on Kylie, how she was looking when he was uh, performing. But I'm pretty sure she's seen him perform that song millions of times, so she just had the casual head bop, like, yeah, that's, yeah, he's doing it. But all in all, 
that VMA to me gets two thumbs down. If I wish I had four hands, so I'd give that bitch four, four thumbs down. It just wasn't that good. It wasn't entertaining. It didn't bring anything to me. It didn't give me excitement. It was just like something on TV since uh, Power wasn't on, so we had nothing to hate watch. We just hate watch the VMAs. Someone, someone getting flack for the for the VMAs was uh, Madonna with her uh, Aretha Franklin tribute, but um, it should also fall back on MTV too. They should have gave, given her a better speech, or somebody should have written her a better uh, monologue because she basically went up there to pay tribute, <coughs> or pay respects, and made it all about herself, and that just meant that just made everybody go into a go into a fit. And then I, I, I didn't see when she was up there. I didn't see the her portion of her of the show, but I went back online and did my research and uh it was really mostly by herself and she really didn't pay respects to Aretha which she should have, you know, R. I. P. A huge musical musical legend was lost and it just fell flat. Yeah, Madonna but hopefully it was just a fuck up on her part. She just probably was faded. But M T V should have should have did better. But during that whole VMAs, um, it felt like it was a, a underlying story or like a story within the show, which was Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj dropped Queen last week, and she's been going back and forth with uh, different news outlets, bloggers, reporters, Twitter, saying uh, that they, that or radio streaming platform, um, streaming platforms that they're not giving her the respect she deserves, and I promoting her music and the album I listened I listened I did a quick skim I did, I just, I'll, I'll let you know what song I listened to so the one with Future Sir and I'm sorry to say he couldn't even save that song which I was highly dis- disappointed because I thought he could have did something to bring that song to make that song good but he even he couldn't do it and she just been real tight she's upset that she's not number one and Travis Scott is number one for the second week in a row which is well deserved. If you haven't checked out Astro World, please go check it out. But she's legit gone cuckoo. She's she's off a rocker. She's off. She's on the meds. She's on everything. But the the underlying story of the whole VMAs was Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj. Cardi B got her fans. Nicki got her barbs. They just go at it all the time, saying this, that. Everybody bringing up a bunch of shit that happened in the past, saying this, shouting these accolades, accomplishment, what Cardi did. But I can't, there's enough space in the music game for two female rappers at the top of their game. But this isn't 2012. This is not even 2014. Nicki Minaj is not the best rapper in the world. Best best female rapper in the game. It is Cardi B. Well-deserved because she grinded and she worked her ass off to get to that spot. She has hot records. She dropped a dope album for what I heard. And I think Car- Nicki is just legit jealous. Cause she's gone on her. She she has a radio show now called Queen Radio on Apple Music, and she's up to episode four. She's got a long way to go to catch up to me, but she's on there, just talking her shit, and she's. She has a lot of hate for Travis Scott right now, because, she's upset that Kylie Jenner went went and promoted the the album on Instagram, saying her and uh, the daughter's gonna be on the on the tour, and that's just gonna upsell the the album make the streaming numbers go up higher which it already has but she called him the whole 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 of the week called him the auto tune man that sells sweaters 
uh, because he's bundling the merchant the merchandise with the album sales, the streaming. This is a whole different game now. This is all about marketing, marketing, marketing. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever you can get out there to get your product. That's what that's what he's doing. That's what rappers and artists are doing in general. And she was she has not done the same thing. And she's she fell back on. She thought her barbers were gonna just make her album number one. But if she wasn't selling nothing incentive or like material, people were just gonna stream it and be like, all right, cool. So she's doing everything right now in her and her power to try to grasp for that number one spot. She's putting Fifi, she's putting old songs on that on the album to make the streaming numbers go up. And this is like a catch twenty two. When you used to go to the stores Best Buy, FYE to pick up albums, that was your one purchase. But now you can stream a song a million times over and that will contribute to the album sales of that album. It's a whole new different ballgame. And she's just hating on Travis Scott and Astroworld. It is the better project. No, there's no sexist in that. It's just it is. And Travis Scott right now is the best rapper in the world. He accomplished what Kanye West has been trying to do for the past five years. I think since Jesus, you know, getting a collective of rappers into one group and just a collective of rappers, producers in a group in a, in a room and just trying to make a good classic album, which he did. And he's continuing to grow on that. But she was just going off on everybody from record labels. She went off on Spotify. She won't go off on Apple Music because they're the ones that gave her the radio show. And um, at this point, I think Nikki just has to lick her wounds and go back in the lab and put out music. But she just, what I just saw on Twitter, she's rescheduling her tour Future. It was supposed to start in October. It was her and Future, Future Hen- um, Nikki Hendrix with uh, Takashi 69 on the uh, as the opening act. And I believe the tour was going to sell because kids would want to go see Takashi 69 and future and i don't i don't think i think now that she's getting all this black backlash and she's seeing that her fans are not there for her she has to go back and regroup and replan how she's going to go on this tour so this tour has now been pushed back to uh beginning of 2019 next year like may i think april or march and future might not even be on the bill i was excited because i want to see future <clears throat> nah, he won't even be on there. But one one tour I'm trying to I'm trying to go see is the Travis Scott Astro World. It's gonna have Gunna Gunna, a Sh- Sheck West, um, Trippy Red. Should be a great time. Not trying to be in a mosh pit. I ain't trying to get bored by anybody. But she's lost, man. She's lost out here. She's lost in the sauce. So that's 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 that dilemma. And um. Before I wrap up this episode, Trump may finally be going down. His lawyer, let me let me Google this. I want to make sure I have the right information. So people are so in, so involved with this Trump, CNN, uh, bullshit. It's always, it's always on the, it's always on TV. Trump, Michael Cohen. So Michael Cohen is Trump's lawyer. So I guess he's been, he's been, he has an offshore account. Like you, you always hear in the movies when the villains move their money to offshore accounts, it's because they can't get taxed, they can't get touched by any governments. I governments, I assume. So he, Michael Cohen, Trump's lawyer, pleads guilty, says he that Trump told him to pay off women he slept with with those offshore accounts, which he hasn't been claiming. In America, any money you have, I guess, whether it's in Cayman, Switzerland, you have to claim it and have to get taxed for it. So he's been enraging payments all on Trump's accord. I still don't think that Trump will get impeached, but let's see what happens. 
it's just implicating Trump in it. So he took uh, Michael Cohen took a plea deal. <sighs> Let's see what happens, man. You know this shit's gonna keep going on and on. But yeah, this is the Keezy Hardaway podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm getting back to my daily podcast because that's what I do best. You can follow me on Twitter, Keezy Hardaway. You can follow me on Snapchat, Keezy Hardaway. And that's all I got. If you any recommendation reviews, you could hit me up on Apple Podcasts. Leave me a, leave me a good review. All right, I'm out.